Welcome to All Stars in Transit, where we talk travel to all stars, the people working behind the scenes at AirAsia. Travel is our common passion, and we'd like to share with you our stories, tips, and recommendations. I'm your host, Abby. So this week, our guest is our Indonesian translator, Nunki. Welcome to All Stars in Transit, Nunki. Thank you very much, Abby. Thank you for inviting me here to your podcast. Yes, I'm happy that you're here because I have such fond memories of our lunchtime. We would usually have lunch at Red Q, and then we would play games on the phone, you know, after eating. And that was like such a vivid memory to me that made um, work more fun because you had friends to chit chat and play games with. So that's true, like true. double the fun. But apart from that, well, of course, there is real work. And you can tell our listeners, what do you do in AirAsia, Nunki? Uh, I'm the Indonesian in-house translator. So my job scope is to translate everything. I mean, documents, texts, campaigns, contents, everything that company needs to be translated to Indonesian language. Mm. How long have you been in AirAsia, Nunki? Since 2016, so... I will be seven years with AirAsia in November this year. The reason why I invited Nunki is because she is a family traveler. She's the type who would drag her entire family around the different countries. And it's not just any form of dragging. She would do like the most, I, don't, I wouldn't say outrageous, but it's so, <laughs> for me, if I were a parent, oh it's so difficult to bring, you know, your kids... And your husband yes. and force them into a road trip, for example. Uh, why do you travel the way you do? My travel style has changed a lot. Before I got married and after I got married with kids, very different. Basically, before I got married, they will be more spontaneous, more adventurous. I can just like, ah, oh, tomorrow is my day off. Okay, bye-bye. I'm going somewhere. Without plan. After I got married and I have kids... More planning, lots of planning have to be done. Some more, my kids, they are very different. Even my husband, they have different interests. They have different hobbies. So I have to think about lots of things to make the travel fun. First, I have to check places of interest. Next, I have to check the food. Ah, because one of my kids loves junk food. The other one doesn't, love, uh, doesn't like junk food at all, needs to eat rice. My husband is also a picky eater, so I have to think a lot. Okay, what food? And then my husband needs to find a skateboard scene. At least give him one day to do skateboarding. Wow. It has to be done like that. So everybody can enjoy. My, one of my kids love to stay in hotel. Every time she comes into a hotel, the first thing uh, she check will be the smell. Oh. oh, this hotel smells very nice. He will, she will sniff around. That's my youngest one. And then my oldest uh, girl, uh, she likes to see uh, places of interest. What can we do here? What can we do there? And then she likes museum like me. So lots of things I have to check uh, and then plan. But I cannot stick to that plan. I have to have a plan B, plan C, plan D. Uh, back then when I was uh, traveling Bali, I planned like in one day I will go like to three or four places 
in the end, I only went to two places because of the jam. Oh. Ah. Other places like Krabi, we cannot do snorkeling because it's raining. So mm. we need to change to something else. So if, even though you have a certain plan, certain agenda, you have to prepare for a backup plan. Mm. The last last of my travel was going to Hat Yai. Went to Hat Yai, we were planning to do a road trip. And then we stayed two days in Penang. And in that two days, my husband got an, a car accident. Oh no. So we cancelled a car, the car road trip because we're not sure whether this car will get released to Thailand because of the insurance problem. So, okay, change last minute. That night after the car accident, we went to Padang Besar and take the train from Padang Besar to Hat Yai. I cannot get to go anywhere. In Hat Yai, I was planning to go to Simla Beach. I was go, uh, going to the zoo. I was I want to go to the, the big Buddha one. Mm. But I cancelled that. All of that. So we just go around our hotel, walk here, walk there, going <laughs> oh. to the um, markets. But it's fun. It's also fun. You have to find something fun in these small things. When we go around, I can found one pomelo seller with the best pomelo ever. Oh, I I went to that stall every day just to buy pomelo. You need to share with us the location <laughs> of this pomelo seller. Yeah, I just I forgot because we just go around without any goal. Just walk around and then uh, absorb the vibe. Mm. Uh, listening to people talking in different languages, watching them uh, doing their daily lives. Uh, that's what we like, lah. It's fine. I can just do any uh, everything else with my kids, lah. Oh, and they love what they love to go in Hatiai is going to Seven Eleven. Why? Three times a day for the food. Wow, that's their places of interest now. <gasps> How old are the girls? Thirteen and fourteen. Before this, when I travel with them when they are younger, uh, under five, uh, I have to set the nap time. Mm. Nap time is very important for growing. Uh, kids. Yeah, for growing kids because I don't want to drag tired babies. You know. <laughs> it's making me tired also and burn out. So it's one of the tips. When you bring uh, smaller children under five, don't forget to set a nap time. So usually when I travel with them, the nap time will be between 12 to 2. Other than that, it's snack. You have to have snack everywhere. So that's a good tips for little kids. Yeah, little kids. Uh, big kids, I usually make them part of the team. So when our plan is like, change i will ask them what do you want to do because we cannot go uh, anywhere it's raining and it's or maybe it's jammed we cannot go here what do you want to do the thing that i usually do is when my husband want to go skateboarding i let them and i go with the kids like last time we went to jogja he went for skateboarding and we went to kraton jogja and then in bali also the same he went for skateboarding and then we went uh, went to the mall and go around in a horse carriage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I have to adjust lots of things, but make sure make the whole family part of the team. I don't want like pushing them. Let's go here. Let's go there. I've tried that once. I got burned out. Worse than before the holiday. At what age did they start traveling? Two thousand sixteen when I started with. Asia because my youngest one is six years old already so I don't need to plan so much about the nap time 
about the food, and then they can also uh, voice out their opinion already. So I don't have to decide on my own everything. I can just check with the kid, and they understand, and I can brief them before we go somewhere. Okay, we're going to Singapore. Singapore, you can uh, you cannot eat gum. Right. Don't throw uh, rubbish everywhere. They will find you. Mm-hmm. They will understand. So they will have to know the background of the place first. That's what I usually prefer. We're traveling with the car, so you have to stay at the back. If you want to go to the toilet, you have to tell me first, like half an hour before uh, or before the next R&R. Or if you want to eat something, you tell me. Any simple thing that you can brief them first, so it's easier for them, uh, for me lah. After they are grown, it's easier for me to bring them for traveling. And then now, I think I let them pack on their own since they are nine or ten. They already pack on you at their own. I just give them the planning. Okay, we're going here three days tonight. So you need pajamas. How many underwear? How many socks? Stockings? <laughs> wow, uh, this inventory. place is cold. Then you need to bring a sweater or jacket. Then they decide. On their own, I don't need to do it myself. Before that, I have to do everything. Even my husband's so just more stressful when they are smaller. Now they are bigger. It's, we're like friends now. Everyone, every time we travel, you, now they ask me every month, where are we going this month? Mm. Oh, every month. <laughs> At least once. If we cannot go uh, abroad, then domestic. Maybe Sekinchan is just two hours from here. Sekinchan, look at the paddy field. They're, they're already happy as long as we go somewhere. Pangko is just nearby. Uh, Ipoh, we go to Kelly's Castle. Uh, I, I think I give them a bad habit. <laughs> because, <laughs> <No>. because, because <laughs> travel is like, uh, it's like my hobby. Mm-hmm. And then now they like it so much also. Then it's their hobby also. <laughs> this become their hobbies. And now they also uh, learn about the difference of money. How come Singapore is, everything is expensive? I told them, if you change it into ringgit, everything looks expensive there. But if you work in Singapore, using Singapore money, doesn't look very expensive. Oh, yeah. La. Ah. And then going to Thailand, Indonesia. Wow, in Thailand, everything is cheap. Everything still? I think so. Even though uh, exchange now like mm-hmm. still okay for us. Like if you buy a Thai tea, only twenty baht is like very big. Right. Ah, uh, here you can only get like small regular size. There you can get a bigger one. To But, be fair, mm-hmm. more of Thai tea is ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's, But it's their favorite, so I just okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they learn about the since they understand about money and currency. Now they can learn about the economic uh, background of that country. Before this is just like the different of geography, the different of the languages, difference of uh, maybe habit of the people. When I brought them to Vietnam, Dalat, they say, oh, people are driving in the, the on, yeah on the other side of the road here. It's good to. Give them these changes to show them these changes, these differences. Uh, I make it a habit that if we are going somewhere, we need to go to one museum at least. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to a museum because we need to know why is this people like this? Why is Indonesian people like very ultra patriotic? 
So we bring them to museums. This is why, because we have been fighting for three hundred fifty years. That's why we are very patriotic. It's always good to know、uh, the history of a place. Yes, well, my husband was usually not really interested, but now <laughs> because because I keep bringing them to museum, now he realized that it's also good. So, what is the most interesting trip you've had recently? We did a road trip with car. We went to all states, all states in the、all、peninsula.、States. Yeah, the Malaysia Peninsula. So we start from、uh, our place, which is Sepang, that's Langor. Our objective is going to the palaces. Oh. So each state's palaces. Apparently, I think Pahang has the most palaces. So we have to decide which palace we should go. I don't know. I spent ten days for that. Ten days, ah, days. round the peninsula yes, trip. Wow! So, what was the highlight of that trip for you? Ah,、uh, for me, it's in、uh, Kelantan. When、oh. we stay in Kelantan, because I never been there, and I only heard like Kelantan is a very kampung one like that. But when I see it on my own, no, not really like that. Is I also like the food. Surprisingly, because people keep saying Kelantan food is sweet, I don't like sweet food. I'm Indonesian. I like very spicy thing. So <laughs> I went there. Oh, it's okay, Lana. The food is very nice.、Uh, we ate in a stall in front of、uh, the Kadijah Market, and then from this trip, I can conclude that the Johorian is the best drivers. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, because they will give way to me. Oh, nice. It, because I, I'm looking at the map, so. I don't know which way I have to take. Is it left lane, right lane? Which one? But usually the people, the driver just wait for me, because they never like cut me off or horn me or some do something like that. Oh, <laughs> so actually you also do part of the driving? Yeah, I'm driving. If I we do a road trip, I will drive. I'm、oh. the one who's driving because my husband, when you put him behind the wheel for ten minutes, he she, he will got very sleepy. And then when I do, I did a road trip to Thailand. It was a thousand kilometer, so from KL to Krabi, Phuket, and then back to Hat Yai and Penang. The total is like ten thousand kilometer. My husband only drive like one hour. That's also when when we do a road trip, we also know the character of the people, you know,、Correct. right by driving. So how long was this road trip around Thailand? Thailand was. Spend about nine days because we're staying Krabi two nights, Phuket two nights, Hat Yai one night, and then we drop by. Usually we drop by to Penang like two nights also. You had mentioned earlier that you had just performed the Umrah. Can you tell me more about that experience? What I can say is it's like a dream come true. Most Muslim will want to go at least once in their lifetime to go there to see on our own the Kaabah. The House of God, we call it. It's really, really a dream come true, and I was very overwhelmed when I first see the Kaaba in front of me. It's just like I cannot stop my tears from coming out. I'm a person who's very hard to cry, you know? very hard. I won't cry. Even my husband only saw me cry,、uh, saw me cry twice. But there, in front of Kaaba, I can't stop my tears. It's just like. Kept flowing. Kept flowing. I don't know. I don't know. I cannot stop it. It's just like when we do the tawaf. Also, oh my god. It's just like 
overwhelming and what i like is i can also feel the characters of people from around the world so you're originally from semarang from semarang oh tell me something about semarang because i don't really know much i haven't gone around there <laughs> semarang is actually uh, not really famous for tourism site so we have a port there we call tanjung mas But right now, I think they'll start building for tourism sites. Uh, I saw lots of new places coming out. Mostly people go to Semarang because of the food and then because of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually like that. Oh, and if you want to go to Karimun Jawa, then you can go from Semarang. Karimun Jawa is the island? Island, yes. yes. How long does it take to get to Karimun Jawa? Depends on the ferry you take. Uh, if the slow one maybe around six hours. Okay. Uh, the speedboat one around two hours, if I'm not mistaken. Ah. Mm. Oh, it's not as long as I had imagined. Not really, but if you, that one, if you take the speedboat, I did a survey because I want to go there. My husband wants to go there because we want to swim with the sharks. Oh, See? what kind of sharks <laughs> are there? The sharks is just the the reef shark. Okay. Mm, the one with the uh, white tip. Oh, yeah. white tip. Mm. We have that in. Uh, Karimun Jawa, and they said also uh, the white sand beaches, mm. like the one in Maldives. You had mentioned earlier about the food in Semarang. <clears throat> What's the food like? Food in Semarang, uh, because I was raised there. <laughs> so for me, number one is the chicken noodle. It's always the Javanese chicken noodle. That's my favorite. But when you go to Semarang for tourists, You can go for tahu gimbal. What is it? It's like a fritters, prawn fritters with tofu, with veggies. Have you eat gado-gado before? Mm-mm. It's always with, uh, the sauce is almost like that. That's Semarang food, tahu gimbal. Oh, and then the bandeng presto. Bandeng presto is pressured milk fish, slow pressured milk fish. Oh. Wingko babat. Oh yes, I've had that. But different flavors, is it? <laughs> yes. Oh. You can try the original one though. Uh, but Winko Babat is came from another place called Babat actually. Uh, but people usually buy it in Semarang so got Winko Babat there. Uh, what's it made of actually? Oh. Coconut, they grate coconut and then I think glutinous rice Mm-mm. like that. Mm. And then right. they will put different flavor. So if you were to sell Indonesia to somebody who has never been, like what would you highlight? Oh, we're talking about something so very big, very different <laughs> in each places. So when you come to Indonesia, don't get started if you see different people. We have around more than 700 languages. We have 300 different group ethnicities. So we will talk different, we will act differently, even when the place is like nearby. Between West Java and Central Java, it's just uh, next to each other, but we talk very different languages. When you move to East Java, the people are more rough. Even though it's next to Central Java, even though it's next to Jogja, where people are more so- uh, soft-spoken, people are very different. You go to Jakarta, the whole Indonesia is there. <laughs> from west to east, from north to uh, south, everybody is in Jakarta. So you will find different, very different people. But basically, Indonesian people are very, very, very friendly. Don't be afraid to ask. 
if you feel like uh, confused about something, you don't understand, please go and ask. We will gladly answer for you. Basically, Indonesian people, if you come to them, we will help. So most people are familiar with Bali, but there are so many other places. You have 17,000 islands. Yeah. And if you were to promote a single place, apart from your hometown, of course, what do you think, like, any traveler you can recommend them? It is basically my bucket list, but I will recommend to go to Bukit Lawang in Medan or the Orangutan. You can hike there. And then uh, the other one is Labuan Bajo, mm. Komodo Island. Wow, mm. it's very different. One in the one in the west, one in the east. They're separated by the Wallace Line. Flora and fauna will be different, very different. It, they cannot mix. Go to Sumatra to find the orangutan, and then go to the east, Labuan Bajo, find the Komodo dragon. Find the Komodo dragon before they extinct. <laughs> <laughs> because birds are like endangered animals. Better see them before no. they're gone. They are gone. That's true. But you had also mentioned to me this cruise that you wanted to take. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> Basically, it's not a cruise. It's a ferry, overnight ferry. Oh, right. Mm. Lately, I did a survey on a ferry service in Indonesia. And it looks very nice. I never thought that we will, we have a very nice service. They have mini mart inside. They have uh, restaurants inside, and it's very it's clean. Also, it's it's better than what I remember. I want to try. My plan was to go to Surabaya, stay there for the food. Well, actually, my father's family is there too, so I can meet them. <laughs> But basically, for the food, and then I will take overnight ferry to Makassar. Mm. And what's in Makassar actually? Makassar, uh, you can go to, do you know the Tanah Toraja? Oh yes, I've heard ah, of that. that one. And then the, I think it's the Kalimutu uh, Butterfly Sanctuary, something like that. I also don't remember. And then the Losari Beach. I never been to uh, Sulawesi, so I have to go to Sulawesi. Mm. That's my bucket list. And then maybe, I don't know when, will be to Raja Ampat in Papua. Oh. So at least I will have I will uh, I've been to all the big islands in Indonesia. Mm. So Tanah Raja if I recall correctly, this is where they have that very interesting way of is it burying yes. uh, the dead. How is it done? I'm not so sure about their uh, the details, but what I heard is because we are very uh, different ethnic groups. So. The burial uh, ritual is very expensive. So usually when someone passed away, they will keep as a, a life, a human, in one of the room oh. until the family have the budget or the money to do the burial. Sometimes they will do it together with other uh, family. They will have to they will have to spend several days. They will have to sacrifice a Buffalo, something like that is very expensive. So usually they will keep family who passed away in their houses. When the time come, they can bury them, bring them to a cliffs, mm-hmm. and then they will bring them there and then keep him keep them safe, lah. Mm. 
I usually when I travel, I usually avoid the cities, the big cities because I don't like crowds. I usually go to an alternative places. Like when I went to Vietnam, instead of going to Ho Chi Minh City, I went to Dalat. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that one is one of. My family's favorite. My kids keep bugging me right now to go back to Dalat. Oh, truly? Oh, they were because it's cooler there, and then they like to go uh, to to enjoy the toboggan one. Oh, you know, toboggan. It's like uh, so like an alpine coaster, no? Ah, yeah, like that. Ah, uh, okay, that's ah, fun. I tried that before in Vietnam as well. I think. I think that's Danang. in Dalat, is it? Oh, I did it in Danang. I think. Oh, is it? But I don't know where it's the I went to Danang, never find that one. It, it was in Bana Hills. Ah, we didn't go to Bana Hills. I still have good memories of our trip. So I had actually traveled with a group of friends, including Nunki, to <laughs> Bromo and to, you know what? I forgot the name of the waterfall already. Ah, what's that? Also in East Java. Ah, yeah. And that was a pretty epic trip for me, also because I was just recovering from pneumonia. Oh, yeah. And do you remember that? Too we bad had, you cannot go down to the yes, waterfall, right? I wanted right? to, but I feel like my lungs were gonna like collapse. I also <laughs> didn't expect the trip from the top of the cliff going down to the waterfall will be that bad, you know, with the rickety bamboo stairs. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. That was so quite far something. down, but. It's very satisfying, actually. Once you go down and, oh my God, I've been here with right. this kind of journey, but I don't blame you because you're just recovering. Uh, What was that? What's the name of that? Oh, I also oh, forgot. But it was a very beautiful place. It's you know, mm. super Instagrammable. It's the kind of place that travel influencers would go to to post. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, have you found it? <laughs> plus, uh, yeah, plus of course, Bromo Tengger Semeru yes. National Park. Wow, I mean, that is also like something pretty epic, right? For the sunrise and going up and looking into the crater. Yeah, that is something that well, epic, I will yes. remember. Yes. Oh, I have to bring you to Ijen. It's actually usually Bromo Ijen is one package. I but know, that I think that only when one. Something that we something. had discussed. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not sure whether I can make it to this trip because if I had to like. <laughs> hike and there's sulfuric fumes from the volcano and all those right. people who are harvesting the sulfur uh, that is another epic trip uh, but maybe from bali i don't know something that you can consider for next time if i were to ask you which place is your ideal destination that you can go back over and over again to what is it um somewhere cold with good food That's my two priorities, and that's it. A cool, quiet place with good food. I think Dalat is nice for the ambience because it's cooler there. But for food, I would like to go to KK. Seafood is my favorite, and it's very cheap there. So, <laughs> is okay. KK in Kota Kinabalu? Uh, ko, yeah, Kota Kinabalu. Yes. Uh, I am willing to just date a one-day trip just to eat the food there. Seriously, Hello. that's too tiring. Because <laughs> the flight is... Three hours. Like, oh, three hours just to eat and come back. I don't think I would do that. That's how much dedicated I am to food. Oh, the seafood? <laughs> the seafood, yes. Right. Seafood is cheap and very fresh. And mm, oh my God, true. my favorite right now. Would you actually plan to hike Mount Kinabalu though? I was planning to hike 
Kinabalu, Afres, but that was just a dream because right now I have a back problem. So <laughs> the easiest mount uh, mountain I can hike is probably Ijen. The next. You I have to kind of like buried this dream. Oh no! Of going to the ABC Anapurna Base Camp. Oh wow! And that one is my kind of dream. Well, I want to. I want. I really want to go there. That is my dream too, but I really? don't think I can make it. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I have to accept though. Ah. So I think I'll have to just look for an all-star who has done it and interview them just to live vicariously <laughs> through their experience. Right? Yes. <laughs> So anyway, thank you so much, Nunki, for thank spending you, this time with me. And I hope I didn't memories. say anything wrong. <laughs> I hope I don't like triggered people in some places by saying <laughs> this kind of thing. But this is from my point of view. Yes, that's the disclaimer. <laughs> Opinions may not reflect yes. those of uh, Air Asia and its right. management. <laughs> so thank you again, Nunki. You're welcome. Uh, I will see you and I will see your trip photos for your next trips. And I hope mm. to actually travel with you um, eventually Let's again. Go. We have promise on the jungle train. Oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> we should do that. Should, jungle yeah. train next uh, because that's one of my bucket list in 2020. Thank you for joining us on All Stars in Transit. Hope that you enjoyed uh, this chat with an all star. We'll see you again next week on this channel. Bye-bye.